Experience the difference at Woodhouse Buick GMC. From the GMC Acadia to the Buick Encore, we're sure to have a vehicle that fits your lifestyle. Our climate-controlled showroom guarantees a comfortable shopping experience every time you visit. Plus, our commitment to our customers continues well beyond the date of purchase. You will leave our lot feeling comfortable and confident in your new vehicle. Start your car buying journey today, in-store or online at WoodhouseBuickGMC.com. We are professional grade. This is how it's always been I'm on the outside looking in Welcome to Double Love, the podcast in which we explore the strange and terrifying world of Sweet Valley High, book by book. I'm Anna Carey. I'm Karen Moynihan. And we are back with a special super edition. That's right, it's summertime. It's, so we're doing a summer book. It's, <laughs> oh, we certainly are. And it is Malibu Summer. Oh, yeah. And uh, I don't even know where to begin with this. <laughs> it's so special, it doesn't even have a cover tagline. No. So I guess it's your turn to do the blur, but I guess okay. I'll just do the back tagline. Yeah. And it is... Summer dreams. Oh, very Greece. <laughs> tell me more, tell me more. <laughs> Go on. Okay. Summer's here and the Wakefield twins can't wait to join Lila Fowler in fabulous beach-lined Malibu. Mm. Elizabeth and Jessica have arranged jobs as mother's helpers and are looking forward to a dream vacation filled with Hollywood stars and gorgeous guys. Mm. But the girls soon find out things aren't always as they seem in sunny Malibu. Elizabeth's heart is won by someone much too old for her. <gasps> Even though she feels guilty about it, she begins to see him secretly. While Elizabeth tries desperately to keep her sister from finding out, Jessica is busy trying to get bronzed Cliff Sherman to notice her. <laughs> it's like Jessica doesn't give a shit what Elizabeth is up to. No, she doesn't even notice. <laughs> Can the girls straighten out their summer romances or will Malibu's magic be only an illusion? <laughs> Come along with the Wakefield twins for all the sun and fun of a Malibu summer. Yay! <laughs> oh my goodness, what a blurb oh and God. what a cover. Oh, I'll tell you. <laughs> Please, Karen, mm, so the grass. The gals. Um, so the Wakefield twins are at the beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually have a background again, which we, we haven't had for a while. certainly do. So we've got a seascape behind them. The beach is there. There's like a fancy white house just mm. on like a little cliff kind of overlooking the beach. Very little cliff. In the background. Very, very small. Little. More of a little slope. It's very much a slope. Um, so Elizabeth has her trusty barrettes in her hair. Mm. She's wearing um, like a, a very modest one piece swimsuit. It's nice. Um, it's nice. Yeah, it's got these nice kind of pastel kind of mint green and mm. white stripes on it. Vertical stripes. Yeah, it's good. It's nice. It's a cute swimming togs. Uh, Jessica, oh, <laughs> looking sensational. She really is. In uh, her pink bikini, uh, she has her sunglasses just kind of holding them in her hands near her mouth. She looks like she's on the hunt for a rich husband. Oh basically. my God. She looks like she's literally setting her sights. Yeah, like she may or may not murder hunk. him and steal all his money. Oh, but she like, will. Definitely. <laughs> but probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's on a mission. And I've got to say, the weather looks more like you know, a beach in Wexford. Yeah. <laughs> like a good day in Wexford. On a good day. Yeah, but it doesn't look like that golden barby clear blue skies. Mm. It's quite a cold no, blue, clouds. like lots of clouds. It's sort of and Liz's pose could be the pose of somebody she's got her arms crossed across. She could be frozen. Yeah. <laughs> she looks more like the pose I would be making on a beach yeah. in Ireland. Sort of With slightly nice, nice blue tinge on her skin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to match her suit. Yeah. But uh the the book begins on a beach. But not a Malibu beach. No. Sweet Valley Beach. That's right. Where Elizabeth is in a reverie. Okay. Yet again. 
<laughs> in fact, she can't remember feeling so relaxed, and we're told she doesn't have a care in the world. Oh. Then Jess appears. No, well, <laughs> it was short-lived. <laughs> exactly. She disrupts all her her peaceful her peaceful mood and turns on a loud radio to listen to her new idol, Tony, Tony Sargent. Tony Sargent sounds like a crooked TD, like doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like a politician oh, who's involved Tony. in some kind of fucking um, tribunalism. <laughs> Tony Sargent took some money to get planning permission for a new. Three floor car park. Yeah. Yeah. Tony Sargent is up to no good. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Is he in this book? It's hard to say. Well, he kind of uh, is. A little bit. Yeah. Well, no spoilers. But um, yes, Tony Sargent does appear in this book, strangely <laughs> enough. You might guess for his massively heavy mentions in the <laughs> opening few pages. Uh, so yeah, Jess is appalled that Liz has never heard of Tony Sargent. Mm. And uh, she shows uh, Liz a pic in a, in a magazine about to, in a feature about Tony's meteoric rise to fame. Yeah, he's um, is he? Yeah, he's a singer. He's a rock star, but he's also going to be in a big movie as well. So yeah. he's 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 ticking all the boxes. And he's only seventeen. Mm. Uh, a child prodigy, basically. And actually, he is really a child prodigy, as yeah. we learn. So uh, we get the twin comparison, and then we find out what Jess is up to. She wants Liz to do something for her. <laughs> Yeah, so because Lila, uh, as we heard in the blurb, is going to work in Malibu, uh, mm. Jessica is dead set on getting a job there as well yes. and staying there for the summer. So they, she wants to get a job as a mother's helper, which is basically just a babysitter. But yeah. It's like, could well, it's you find a more Victorian way of putting it? I know. <laughs> it's basically an au pair. Yeah. yeah. But it sounds so quaint mother's helper it's such a weird way of putting yeah. it like was that even a term in the 80s because I've never heard I've it never heard it either yeah. like a mother's help yeah. Um, yeah that's so Liz or Jess is inexplicably set on doing this as a job because mm. she loves kids <laughs> and uh, Ned and Alice say that she can only go if Liz goes as well yeah but Elizabeth has no interest because she I think is trying to line up like an internship yeah. at the Sweet Valley News she's basically got one for the summer and yeah. Liz, Jess is selling the idea of going to Malibu to Liz with tales of like go to the beach and they're literally on a California know, beach you're on the beach right now <laughs> like you could sell it to somebody from here yeah true the beach that'd be a nice sunny beach a warm beach yeah cool like okay I'll do anything for that sounds amazing <laughs> where do I sign up but Liz rightly points out that uh, being an au pair is hard work yeah and also, because Jess is obsessed with like the, the idea that they'll be surrounded by celebrities. And Liz is like, well, not everybody in Malibu is, is famous, is famous yeah. or rich. True. And, you know, you've got very high expectations of this. But, so she's not really playing ball. And then Jess accidentally reveals, apparently Liz didn't know about Lila going to and <laughs> Jess was trying to keep it a secret from her so she wouldn't think that you know, Jess had any ulterior motives in, in going. Yeah, Jessica kind of lets slip because while well, she's trying to talk Elizabeth into it, she's like, because Lila says, and she kind of stops herself and Elizabeth is like, ah, okay. I you see want to go and spend your summer with Lila on yeah. a beach checking out dudes, <laughs> yeah. which is basically true. Yeah. And Liz expresses surprise at Lila working at all, but it turns out that her dad has insisted on her doing it to build character. <laughs> so good. And also, it's for a client of his who already has a nanny and yeah. loads of full-time staff, so she'll basically just have to like play with the toddler for an hour a day. yeah read him stories at night and that's it kind of so yeah. she's got a real cushy number she really does yeah. she's the only one who does have a properly cushy number yeah. um, and Jess is like I can't go without my fave tw- favourite twin and Liz is like well I bet if Ned and Alice hadn't insisted on that that's quite you'd uh, be yeah. out of here yeah. <laughs> you'd be able to survive 
And then Lila joins them. And I think we have to save what she's wearing yes. till the end. Yeah. But it's spectacular. It's great. It's worth the wait. <laughs> and yeah, she she has a plan for the summer. Yeah, she's decided that she she's going to fall madly in love this no. summer. She hasn't decided who with her or anything no. yet, but, uh, but it's going to happen. Yeah. You're not really sure how? Yeah. Somehow, <laughs> it will. And uh, even... Even when Liz or Jess asked her, like, well, with who? She's like, who knows? <laughs> who cares? <laughs> who he is is secondary. <laughs> and she can't believe Liz's plans to spend summer in, you know, interning in Sweet Valley News. Like, you won't meet any men. <laughs> oh, God, I know. She's like, you'd really spend your whole summer inside? <laughs> oh, God. And then Jessica goes off to get a snack or something. And Lila admonishes Liz for being selfish and, like, treading on Jess's dreams. And because Liz is literally the biggest sap. Of all time, <laughs> like she's clearly working you, Elizabeth. And, but on. it hits home. Yeah, and she doesn't even notice Lila's triumphant smile. Yeah, so yeah, Lila basically tells her, like, you know, I can't believe that you do this to Jessica because she's her heart set on going, and you should forget about the news for Jessica's sake. And Liz is like, oh yes, I she totally buys it. She's like, oh, she really wants to go that badly. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. And uh, when Jess returns, Liz agrees to give up all her dreams and go <laughs> to be as an underpaid, untrained nanny. Yeah. Um, no experience, like, let's face it. I know. Well, this whole operation is quite dodge. It's shoddy. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> shoddy at best. Oh, very well. Very, very best. Um, yeah, she goes like, she's got, I've got a condition for you that you do all the organising. Mm. It's like, well, Jess is going to do that because she does, she really wants this to happen. So that's not a massive no pressure on her. Yeah, yeah. So Jess heads off for her interview with Miss Norman of Nannies and Company. Okay. <laughs> but also she already had the appointment set up so it's like she knew she was going to get Liz on site which is great. And Liz is already having a bit of regrets as well. She's yeah. right. Big sap. <laughs> so Jess arrives for her interview basically dressed as Liz. Pretty much, yeah. And she's interviewed by Patricia Norman mm. who is in her early 50s. But she's still extremely attractive. <laughs> Don't worry, she's still hot. It's okay. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, Jess says that her sister wants to apply too and they want jobs near each other in Malibu. And Mrs. Norton inexplicably go, you and your sister are twins, you say? She adjusted her glasses, looking thoughtful. I like that. She nodded her head seriously. We don't have any twins working for Nannies and Company. I have a feeling some of our clients might really like the idea. Why? Why? Why would they give a fuck? Like, I know. Oh, your clients want someone to look after their kids. Yes. They don't care what their sister is up to. I know. <laughs> and also, it's not like they would be employed in the same place. No, it's for so, decorative effect. It's so weird. Like, oh, you have a sister? Great. Okay, cool. Whatever. Is that an advantage? Yeah. Um, so can she mind kids? That's what we need to know here. Does she have any experience? Yeah. Yeah. Whatsoever. It's very strange. And uh, Jess um, claims that she herself is great with babies. Yeah, Jessica thinks that uh, a baby will be easier to mind than a toddler. Jess has never changed a nappy. <laughs> <laughs> it's safe to say. That is true. I mean, yeah. toddlers are very hard work. Well, they are, yeah. But also, if I was a 16-year-old, I think I'd be more scared of like breaking a baby. Absolutely, Jesus, yeah. And also, they are prone to... like hysterical crying mm, true so I know I've spent a lot of time looking after toddlers as well they too are known for their inexplicable shrieks but I have to say a <laughs> th- three month old baby yeah is a lot of responsibility true yeah well um, yeah like yeah there's, there's no good answer here they're both no. a lot of work like so I don't know what she thinks she's at <laughs> I know yeah but I think Lila has said that babies are preferable, preferable to, tod- to toddlers because all they do is sleep how the fuck does Lila know I know why she thinks Lila has any baby. <laughs> I know um 
Yeah, no, they both are. I mean, toddlers are very hard work too. So yeah. I guess, like you say, it's all exhausting. Like, yeah. yeah. Why do you want to do this for your summer? I think it'll be easy. <laughs> so uh, Mrs. Norton has a, a couple with a baby. The sergeants. They have a baby boy called Sam. Mm. And Jess is all like, oh, the sergeants related to Tony Sargent. And of course, they are. They are. Apparently, yeah. I believe they're cousins, Mrs. Norwin says. She's like, that doesn't bother you, does it? <laughs> it's like, why would it bother yeah. her? Like, Everything about this operation sounds like it's being done out of the back of a van. Yeah. Like something's got, it's just going to dry. Mrs. Norman sounds extremely shady. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like this is like a fake office. Jess comes back the next day. It won't be there. <laughs> It'll be gone. Just an empty lot. <laughs> uh, but oh, she's thrilled. And as for Liz, Mrs. Norton says they can have the benefits. Who have a problem, child? Yeah. And as Jess says, she'll be grand. She'll be fine. Who she likes a challenge. <laughs> who wouldn't entrust their difficult, traumatised six-year-old to a uh, inexperienced 16-year-old mm. every day for a whole summer? Why not? So Mrs. Norton tells says that Liz has to call in. Uh, so I guess she can at least say she's set eyes on her. Like no, yeah. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> And then they'll arrange interviews with all the families uh, for this Saturday. Yeah. And Jess is just in ecstasy. She's delighted with herself, yeah. And she just thinks about how her she's going to get her claws into Tony, <laughs> Tony Sargent. Sargent. Yeah, she's decided he's going to be calling around all the time and it's going to be amazing. Yes, because every time she saw him in a magazine, she was struck by the frank, almost innocent expression in his wide blue eyes. With his streaked blonde hair and a gorgeous tan, he looked more than a surfer than a celebrity. And his voice... You're on my mind. Made shivers run up and down Jessica's back. <laughs> when he sang the lines like, Baby, still I find Ooh. that you're on my mind. Jessica felt like crying. Oh my goodness. So Tony is her idol. Jesus, watch out, Tony. Oh my God. Well, she literally says, Tony Sargent might not know she was alive yet, but he would. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Terrifying, as usual. And, uh, yeah, she's... Um, at home, she tells Liz everything, apart from one very crucial fact, that this uh, Taran child is supposedly... Extremely difficult. Yes. Yeah. She's like, my job would be so much more work. But then she remembers something. She has a oh, cheerleading... she's got cheerleading camp. And I did wonder, like, why couldn't we get a book set at cheerleading camp? Because oh I would love that. <laughs> there is a later one. There's oh, one of those there? miniseries ones. There's like a yeah. cheerleader war kind of trilogy. Yes, with Heather Malone. Ooh. But then there's a cheerleading camp, but there's an unfunny plot about Winston and I think it's Ken and... Todd sneaking in disguised oh, okay. as girls. Oh, amazing. Okay. <laughs> so we do get there. That's fine. Oh, we okay. do. Don't worry. It's very entertaining and terrible. Excellent. But entertaining, obviously. Uh, great. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. So Jessica, it turns out, isn't going to be able to make it to the like interview in Malibu with the family. So <gasps> she's like, what am I going to do? Oh, if only there was somebody who looked just like me who yeah. could do the interview for me. <laughs> Elizabeth holds out literally for just a single paragraph. Oh, like, yeah. Barely. She, uh, barely holds out oh so annoying and uh, Liz, Jess is understandably a little bit worried about what Liz, how Liz will react when she you know finds out that one of the children is apparently very difficult and one yeah. of them is Tony Sargent's cousin <laughs> cut to Saturday Liz arrives at the Bennett's mansion and it is spectacular it is it's like proper like Tony Stark's Malibu house kind of <laughs> like really up on the cliff is, yeah. very um, majestic and everything yeah mm. and she's greeted at the door by a woman of Mexican descent oh my god <laughs> with an accent who let her in 
<laughs> well, don't worry, she's a housekeeper. Oh, phew. She's not Mrs. Bennett. Heaven forfend. And it turns out Mrs. Bennett forgot all about the interview. Yeah. And Maria's like, but I can do it because I'm basically the only person who sees the kid. <laughs> she's basically, yeah, Taryn's guardian at this stage. Yeah. And she's really nice. She is. She's lovely. And she knows Sweet Valley well. Yeah, it's like her cousin works there. Yeah. Yes, he's presumably part of Sweet Valley's vibrant Mexican community. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> he's probably at the festival the other week. Yeah. Um, and Maria warns her that uh, this is not a happy household. Yeah, she says it's a strange household. And that Mrs. Bennett goes out all the time. So you'll find yourself alone with Taryn for most of the time mm. that she'll be there. And how Taryn is a lonely and difficult child. Aww. And she takes Liz through the beautiful but quite sort of sterile house. Yeah. Up to Taryn in her lavish nursery. Yeah, Taryn has her own wing. Like, it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. And Taryn's just there like listlessly <laughs> sort of waving a doll around or something. Yeah, she's like got a doll in a pram that she's kind of like moving around. Oh, it's grim. It's a little bit creepy. <laughs> it is. And Liz tries to be friendly. He's like, what's your doll's name? He's like, she doesn't have a name. Oh God, okay. <laughs> uh, Tara rejects her. Um, yeah. Which of course is outrageous. You know, she must be deeply troubled. Yeah, she tells Elizabeth to go away so clearly she's a demon child. Yes. <laughs> or somebody very, very in need of help. True, yeah. And Maria's <laughs> like, uh, okay, well, do you, the job's yours if you want it, but do you want yeah, it? Yes, like, are you sure about this? <laughs> and Liz says, well, if you think I'm up to, you know, Taryn, if you think, I, I mean, I don't know what Maria's meant to base this judgment on. Like, she's just met her. But anyway, Maria's like, yes, of course you are. Yeah. You're Wakefield. So then Liz goes to the sergeant's house and it's not what Jessica had been envis- it envisioning. It sure isn't. And apparently compared to the Bennett place, it's postage stamp size. <gasps> <laughs> so it's like six blocks away from the beach and yeah. it's like a small ranch house. A tiny. Teeny little ranch house. Yeah. Mm. So Je- Elizabeth is very surprised that uh, Jess has volunteered to take this house. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. And the couple who are employing her are called Josh and Lucy and mm-hmm. they're sort of, they're quite young. They're sort of about 30, 30. 2930 and yeah. they're really friendly and the house kind of messy and they've only just moved in and turns out that Jessica because um, of course Liz is pretending to be here oh, yeah. will have to share a room with the baby yeah because they have a guest room but it's all filled up with stuff and it's off the porch so she wouldn't be able to hear the baby crying though you like but like yeah, but you can she's hear also, baby crying and also she's an au pair like she's not a night nurse yeah. <laughs> like, they expect her to do all the night feeds That's and stuff because that is a lot mm. like that is a, I mean most people who have three month old babies are are getting like, you know, three hours sleep a night, basically. True, yeah. Those wakey wakey babies. <laughs> so I don't know about the the logic of, of this or the ethics of employing a sixteen year old to do all this to do all the night feeds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, they're really nice and Josh is a writer and uh, you know, Liz is like, Oh, this will almost be better for me, but Jess or really wants it, I guess. Yeah. So it's leaving day and Enid is lamenting the prospect of summer without Liz. I think this is your chance to shine, Enid. Yeah. Time like, to take Sweet Valley by storm. Yeah. Get oh. your butterfly net out and get out there. <laughs> I would read that book, actually. Yeah. Maybe that's Enid's book when they did the sort of... Superstar. The superstar yeah. editions. Enid's story. Oh, my God. The net is out. Yeah. So Liz is letting Jess have the car over the summer because the sergeant's house is so far away from the beach. Yeah. And she figures, well, the benefits of so many cars... Yeah, it'll be fine. There's more cars (laughs) and people. Yeah, she's like literally on the beach with that house, so she's no no distance to go. Yeah, like opens out onto the beach. And when they get to the Bennets, Jess is shocked by the opulence. (laughs) 
Fine. Yeah, and because when Elizabeth saw the sizes of the houses, she's like, "Oh, I've, I must, I must have misjudged her." And she's so much more generous than I thought she was. Like, no, yeah. she obviously didn't know yeah. that one house is a mansion and the other one is tiny. <laughs> <It's> a shack, <laughs> and and she realizes this, you know, at the time. Yeah. Or, or when they when, when they do arrive in the house, Jessica gets so surprised at the size of the Bennett's house. She's, she's like, kind of like, "Oh, she didn't know." Yeah, I really <laughs> overestimated how generous she is yeah so Jess heads to the sergeants and she is appalled <laughs> she is not impressed at all <laughs> she's um, she's horrified by the tininess of the house and the tininess of the baby yeah but she tells herself it's worth it to see to- Tony but then when she asks about him very unsubtly <laughs> like oh yeah cousin yeah no we haven't seen him for a few years since our wedding yeah <laughs> yeah it's like he's not exactly a regular caller or anything so why so. would you assume that I know yeah. Um, like He's an international star. I don't mind you, you assume he's going to be like just stay. dropping by his cousin's constant, <laughs> his cousin's tiny house. But as well, when um, she picks up Sam or she holds Sam at one point and he's just like the little baby, he's just yeah. like wailing like mad and she can't get him to stop. So she kind of pats him awkwardly on his back. <laughs> stop that, she whispered desperately. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, ah, yes, because you can reason yeah. with the tiny baby. <laughs> so I think everybody who's looked after a tiny baby has tried that. Please stop. Yeah. <laughs> Babies don't listen to reason. Yeah. We don't on. negotiate with terrorists. <laughs> Especially the tidiest terrorists of all. Babies. Yeah. Uh, so cut to a few days later and Lila and Jess are on the beach. Lila's all like, this is the life. Aren't you glad you came here? Just like, no, I'm not. Oh, Lila is having the best time. She really is. Because <laughs> um, she just does no work and there is a nanny like yeah it's great so she just spends her time chilling on the beach Mm. and reading a book yeah but all three girls have arranged to have Mondays off so they can hang out together yeah but they seem to be just hanging out at the beach every day anyway pretty much yeah they just hop over for the afternoon and it's like Mm. yep this is fine and Lila says look why don't you switch with Jess and Jess is like even Liz is not stupid and we learn <laughs> that Lila has a pl- has still has her plan to meet an older hunk. Yeah, she's had it with high school boys. I feel like Lila does this every so often where she's like, I'm fed up of high school boys. I want a man. I'm going to buy a construction worker. Always happens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like as a construction worker who's obviously secretly a prince. Yeah. No way, she's a crazed drug addict. Drug addict. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. So, yes, she says he she wants uh, somebody like the character in the book she's reading, Rock Owens. <laughs> he has everything. Looks, money, a couple of villas in Europe. Listen to this. Lila read aloud. Rock was tall and swarthy. His dark eyes flashed like fire in his tanned face. The minute Eleanor saw him, she knew this was it. He was the one. The muscles riffled in his arms as he raised her to him, his manly face filled with passion. Kiss me, Rock, Eleanor moaned softly. Ooh, saucy. <laughs> and Jessica's like, Lila, that's what, your problem is you're never willing to compromise. You're never going to meet some millionaire named Rock. <laughs> Don't tell Lila what she isn't or is going to do. Yeah, Lila can do whatever she wants. And she is determined to meet an older man. Yeah. And Jess admires a handsome young jogger about their age, but just like, no, he's, or Lila's, he's too young for me. Yeah, he's too boyish, apparently. So Liz and Taryn arrive with all their beach stuff, and Taryn is very unfriendly. I suppose she might be being dragged off with all yeah. these teenagers who are cl- meant to be working, but clearly aren't. <laughs> and uh, Jess isn't impressed by Taryn's rudeness, but Liz feels sorry for her. And the jogging hunk returns. Yeah, and it turns out Elizabeth uh, knows him because he lives next door to the Bennets. Yeah. Uh, so he's Cliff Sherman. He certainly is. Mm. What a very uh, impressively old school sort of cheesy hunk name. Yeah. He's like something out of a John Waters film. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my God, yeah. So uh, yeah, he's he's very friendly and he invites them all to a beach party. Yeah, he's having one that Saturday, I think. Mm. 
So Jess is delighted. Of course, Taryn throws sand at him and then runs into the house saying she hates everybody who <laughs> chase after him. It's like, I feel you, Taryn. <laughs> I know. Yeah, Taryn is kind of what we're all thinking. <laughs> yeah. So cut to 6am in the sergeant's house and Jess has been woken by st- uh, awoken by Sam's shrieks. Mm. She staggers out to prepare a bottle. And uh, she says she's act- she would actually she'd actually like her job if the house wasn't such a mess and so far from the beach. Yeah, like she's actually she's gotten used to the kind of early morning routine at this stage. Yeah, um, and she doesn't really mind it too much. It's just he, that yeah, the place is kind of a tip. <laughs> he must be some sort of miracle baby. Like I guess there are some babies who go through phases of sleeping through the night yeah, at very early, but like he's just waking her up at six, mm. like. No, um, that's yeah. She's sharing a room with a tiny baby, and he's not waking her up all the time. Very odd. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, she did ask Liz if she wanted to change jobs, but Liz said, "I may be a pushover, but I'm not a sucker." Really? <laughs> Are you sure? So Lucy wakes up, and Jess tells her about the beach party, but alas. Lucy and Josh are out that night and they need her to watch Sam so she actually has to do her job. Oh God, imagine. (laughs) Um, Back at the Bennett's house, Liz tries to engage with Taryn who keeps rejecting her. You tell that Taryn is beautiful. Sounds a bit like Regina. A little bit. Mm. But yeah, she's aloof and disagreeable. She made it clear she hated Elizabeth and hated every activity Elizabeth suggested. Good for you. Yeah. (laughs) Show her what's what, Taryn. But yeah, she's got the kind of the black hair and violet blue eyes Mm. and that was Regina's look, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. Um, But if you were getting your hopes up for some weird Regina connection, Sally, (laughs) there is none. Nope. And her parents, we're told, are cold and distant. Yeah. um, Except pretty awful. Yeah, her mother Audrey is always out shopping basically or at a spa, which sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and her dad Malcolm comes from a very wealthy family and mm-hmm. cares more about maintaining his image among the well-to-do Malibu set than anything else. No. So he's always off like playing golf or at the club. Yes, and never with their child. Yeah. And it's this is actually quite relatable because Liz is really frustrated um, by you know, Taryn State because she really does want to help her because she's like a miserable, vulnerable She's a child. very unhappy kid, yeah. Yeah, and she, it's, it's really frustrating because, you know, Liz can't reach her and neither can Maria or the other staff members and uh, it's it's just a pretty grim scene. Yeah, it's like she has no friends because it, it does mention as well that she's not allowed to go to other children's homes. It's like, yeah. what's that about? I know, oh, her parents are terrible. They don't have friends. And Liz understands. She's not going to hang out with her, let someone else. Yeah, don't keep on her own yeah. with her, in her creepy mausoleum of a <laughs> know, yeah. wing. And Liz can't help thinking like, I gave up an internship and all my friends back in Sweet Valley for, for this. this bullshit. <laughs> like the only good thing about it is she can sit on a beach and she, yeah. do, she can do that at she home. She can do that at home. <laughs> But uh, then uh, Liz basically drags Taryn out on the beach where they find a miserable Jess who tells her all about missing the party. So, of course, Liz offers to babysit Sam. Yeah. And Liz's all like, oh, gosh, I'll have to watch out. The last thing I need is take on Jess's responsibilities as well as my own. Too late. Yeah, you're already doing that. (laughs) You've done it twice. Like, (laughs) oh, my God. So Jess has an afternoon off. G and Lila hit them all. Mm. Where Lila is horrified to hear that Jess actually has to change nappies. But of course, in her employer's house, the, the nurse does that. Amazing. <laughs> and Jess has a plan. She's going to tell Liz she's allergic to the sergeant's cash. So Liz will swap houses with, or with her. And yeah. Lila's like, OK, if you really think that will work. So as Jess tries on a dress in the mall, Lila is approached by a clean cut hunk. Yeah, there's this guy who kind of starts... Is he? He's just kind of sitting at a bench just and kind of watching her. Yeah, it's a bit strange. It is a bit strange. But um, but yeah, he kind of says, um, oh, you know, haven't I seen you someplace before? Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, he introduces himself. He's from San Francisco, and his name is Ben. 
Yes. And Lila's kind of she's she thinks he's really handsome, but she's also like, no one ever approaches me like this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Lila Fowler, who the fuck are you? <laughs> kind of uh, thing. But she is kind of taken in by Oh, him. she is, yeah. yeah. And she assumes that he must be about 18 or 19. Yeah. He offers her, he asks if she windsurfs and she says no, which turns out not to be true. But yeah. anyway, it's sort of, she hasn't at this stage decided she fancies him. Um, and he offers her lessons and she agrees. Yeah, so they agree to meet up the following day. Yes. So he's so going to teach her to windsurf. She's found a victim. I mean, uh, <laughs> boy, bud. <laughs> So later uh, at the beach, I guess, Jess tries her fake um, sneezing. Yeah. And Taryn cops her. And then Jess does something. I mean, it works out, but it's a (laughs) terrible thing to do (laughs) to a vulnerable child. Can you tell us what she does? Um, Yeah, so she, yeah, Taryn kind of says that Jessica looks funny or something when she's like pretending to sneeze all the time. But um, Jessica's like... uh, what did she say? Well, you better not say I look funny or something bad might happen. And Taryn's like intrigued. She's like, like, what? And Jessica says, you know, don't you know what happens to wicked little girls? And she tells you some story where she's like, once upon a time, there was a wicked little girl named Taryn. She was so wicked that one day she was just minding her own business, being wicked. And an enormous frog came by and swallowed her. And that was it. But like, Taryn loves it. She does love it. But yeah. I don't think Jess knows she'll love it. And no. what she's basically doing is like, <laughs> she's trying to scare her. Scare like. a neglected child. <laughs> yeah. And then when Liz is like, what's going on? Jessica winked at Taryn. Secrets, she said mysteriously. Right, Taryn? Oh, like, yes, please tell small children it's cool to have secrets. Oh, God, the person no. who's meant to be looking yeah. after them. Like, it's so dodgy. Anyway, Taryn loves but it. But Taryn loves it. Yeah, and it's the first time she's actually looked anything other than miserable. Yeah, true. And Jess is, tries her sneezing at Liz and Liz reminds her... <laughs> Which is brilliant. Uh, you had allergy tests less than a year ago. You're not allergic to anything. <laughs> just was like, oh, I don't remember. Shit, uh, totally forgot about that. <laughs> and then she says, well, some allergies kick in later. And Liz is like, yes, apparently they really do. Yeah. Although they do because I am randomly allergic to cats after having had cats what? at home for years. And <gasps> now I can't be around cats anymore. Oh. Yeah. And how old were you when that kicked in? Like, it was only a couple of years ago. I okay. went to my friend's house because she had a cat. Yeah. She'd gotten a new kitten. And I was like, deadly, let's call over and see your cat. And I just sneezed <gasps> and had like streaming eyes for the whole evening. Good. Yeah, it was completely out of and nowhere. And you were used to actual cats yeah. in the house. Yeah, and mm. then we would have had cats like when I was small. But um, yeah, now I'm allergic to cats out of nowhere. Well, I, really didn't, I didn't have hay fever until I was over 30. So, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I think, so, well... We've maligned you, Jess, or I've maligned you. So fair enough. But <laughs> it this can is, happen. <laughs> this is clearly fake. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then she starts trying more tricks. She's so obvious. She's like, "Oh, I'm scared of looking after a tiny baby." <laughs> and Taryn starts asking her for more secrets. Yes. And Jess tells her another, you know, silly story about a wicked little girl called Taryn, and Taryn loves it. Yeah. And Jess is like, "Aha! This could be. This is my secret. I'm going to win over Taryn. I'm going to win over this vulnerable child and use that. As use a her as a pawn in my game." <laughs> Literally what she's doing. Oh my God. Yeah, so she reckons if she can kind of hit it off with Taryn, then maybe Elizabeth will see that it's it's in Taryn's interest yes, for them to I, switch. I have to go. <laughs> so Lila's hanging out with Ben, mm-hmm. who uh, is impressed by how much she's come on in their windsurfing classes because she didn't tell him that she went to an extensive windsurfing camp. <laughs> Yeah, she just kind of decides she's going to let him think that he's just a really good teacher or something or that she's a super quick learner yep. like, okay Lila <laughs> whatever mm. <laughs> and we're told he's more clean cut than her usual men how is this possible I know like they're all how? clean cut I like, know yeah. like, it's not like the rest of them have, you know. no only deviants have beards and sweet yeah. bodies or like. if they're traumatised and they don't <laughs> yeah, shave true so 
Yeah, well, he must be chiselled to the max. <laughs> yeah. So she suggests going to see a film, but his car is in the shop. So mm. it's like a walk would be more yeah. romantic. He gets kind of a bit awkward and he's like, oh, uh, no, my, my car's in the shop. And he kind of suggests maybe they go for a walk on the beach instead. Mm. And he says it's more romantic and yeah. she agrees. And later she tells Jess, Jess is like, so how old is he? You're old romantic. She's like, well, I'm sure he's in college at least. Is that foreshadowing, I smell? Mm, I wonder. Mm. She thinks he's too grown up for the party, the beach party. And Jess is like, for fuck's sake. He sounds like no crack. Yeah. <laughs> she says he sounds middle-aged. Yeah. <laughs> True. So Jessica is very excited about this party and she... Um, She's she bumped into Cliff and they had a little chat earlier and she's just thinking she's you know ready to make a move and Lila snaps her out for a reverie and she re- uh, Lila reveals her plan to use Taryn to get this to swap and Lila's impressed by her cunning <laughs> of course and that night Lila meets Ben on the beach and it's weirdly creepy he sort of appears out of nowhere like he's like hello Lila yeah I comes out of the shadows just looming out of the shadows. <laughs> And when she asks him questions about his life in San Francisco, he's weirdly... He's very evasive. Cagey. Yeah. Mm. And he admits he's still in school and she's shocked. But then he t- she tells herself, maybe he's been held back a few years. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> maybe, yeah, he'd been held back a year or two and was really 18 or 90. So she's really clinging to the hope that he's like a couple of years older than her. Yes, and age trumps everything else. Oh, that's so funny how obsessed they are with it. But actually, he doesn't uh, keep it. If you think there's going to be a long, a secret kept for long, no, because he just reveals the truth. He can't drive because he's too young. He's 15. He's nearly 16. He's going to be 16 in September. Yeah. So he must be like less than a year younger than her. Like, it's really not a huge. Yeah, it's a matter of months. Like, yeah. Like, it could be six months. Yeah. But um, in fact, Ben is not ashamed of being younger. Like, cause, you know, so he's 12. And <laughs> he just knew that Lila would be weird about it. And that's yeah. why he didn't say straight away about not being able to drive mm. and he's disappointed in her oh yeah which is a good way to handle her actually true actually because yeah. he's right to be disappointed yeah he's like look I'm not ashamed of being younger than you and, and yeah. he's like look I'm disappointed because I really like you and we can mm. have a great time together if you'd loosen up about something that doesn't even really matter yeah which is th- true like it's a matter of months it mm. doesn't matter and then she asks him to pretend to be older <laughs> <laughs> when they meet Jess at Cliff's party and he's like well that's going to be a bit difficult because Cliff is like my best friend and yeah. he's taking this out yeah and the whole party is being thrown because this guy is in yeah. town so it's actually he's the guest of honour at the party and Lyle is so terrified that Jess will find out the truth yeah. like come on this is very much a contrived problem it's silly yeah so it's party night <laughs> but Liz is wearing a cardigan <laughs> she's getting ready to go to the sergeants yes yeah, so yeah she's on babysitting duty for Sam mm. that night and Taryn gets, a, when she leaves the, the Bennets, Mrs. Bennett is uh, going out, of course, and they're taking Taryn with them. Yes. And Taryn gets really upset and doesn't want to go. Liz feels a bit bad. Um, and just the, like the dynamic between the Bennets is just kind of unpleasant. Yeah. It's not nice. And uh, when she gets to the sergeant's house, they're really nice and friendly and they tell her to expect a visitor. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. It really is. But like they are very nice people like Lucy and Josh. They are actually like a That's lovely true. They're couple sad. and they're nice to be around. But yeah, they do tell her that look, there's, um, is it like a, is it his friend? It's a, it's a family friend. A family friend, Jamie, is coming to stay with them. So he's, but it turns out he's getting here a day sooner than they expected. So the, yeah, they didn't think he'd be there so, that night. Yeah, so I guess that's okay. Yeah. But um, yeah, so t- he's going to turn up um, in a couple of hours, I think. Mm. He's going to stay in the guest room. She's like, look, can you just let him in and tell him make himself at home? Um, and he'll go in the guest room. Yeah. And we're told he's 21 and he's a student. 
Yes. And uh, Liz is, and this is realistic as well. She's a bit disappointed at the prospect of having to make small talk with some randomer instead of just like chilling. Yeah, because she had her book with her and she was kind of absorbed in like reading. And yeah. then it's like the bell rings. She's like, what oh, fuck? Mm, <laughs> I have to go talk yeah. to this guy. <laughs> well, when she sees him. He's uh, he's a preppy hunk. He is. He's very collegiate. Oh, can you um, describe him? Yeah, his hair was fairly short and he wore wire rim glasses. So he's got a navy blue cotton polo shirt, faded khaki trousers and scuffed topsiders. They're all so preppy. So, like, super duper preppy. They're yeah. like the most ridiculous preppy, mm. ridiculously preppy people in the world. Yeah. Um, but he's going to Yale. Yes. <sighs> I too had a summer fling with a Yale man, so I don't oh my know. God. I feel so I feel so relatable. Getting flashbacks. Yes. <laughs> uh, I can relate to this. Um, so they have a good chat about books, and then yeah, he asked her, "Do you like jazz?" Ooh. <laughs> yeah, but they do hit it off because he's studying English, so they have a great chat about uh, writers and stuff. And yeah, he yeah. puts on some Nina Simone. Mm. And uh, they have a very <laughs> cringy moment where he's like, may I have this dance? Oh. And it's like, oh, shut up. <laughs> and also, okay, spoiler alert, he's not really 21. Mm. But he's like, he is meant to be 21. Yeah. And she is 16. Yeah. And it is not okay. Nope. Any of this. <laughs> and we learn that, like, so she she agrees to dance with them. Yeah. And we learn she hasn't t- sort of had a slow dance since Todd left. So now we know what time period so we're, we're weirdly of, yeah, in. We're, we're post-Todd, pre-Jeffrey, I guess. Yeah. Except I somehow it's summer holidays. Yeah, who even knows? No, it makes no <laughs> sense. Of course not. And Jamie's basically meant to... Make a move. Yeah, because they really have headed off, I suppose. But she's mm. kind of like, he's 21. This is way too old for me. Yeah. Doesn't think he shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, true. He should know better yeah. as the adult and yes. all. <laughs> so she's like, oh, is that Sam? I hear. And she yeah. runs away. Yeah. And when she comes back on check from checking on Sam, Jamie is really creepy. <laughs> he's all like, I think I scared you, Liz. Ooh. Am I right? And then says, you're the nicest girl I've talked to in a long, long time. You know, I mean, a lot of girls at school, too many. Most of them think they're really hot stuff. They come on pretty strong. I can't remember the last time I met someone like you. Someone soft and gentle. Everything about this is gross. It is. On a million different levels. (laughs) Oh, He's like, oh, I'd like to get to know you properly. And he suggests a proper date. Yeah. And she says like uh, uh, I think you're a bit too old he's like oh well I don't know I'm only 16 don't you think look you're right said Jamie this really isn't the time for us to get to know each other better why don't we have a date <laughs> like that's his response to her saying that <laughs> yeah. she's too young she's like 16 must seem a little young to a junior in college it's like yeah you, you would think so but also tell your brother that <laughs> yes true but in fairness her brother is 18 I guess. And this guy's 21 and I think yeah. there is a big difference. There is, I suppose. For a 16 year old. But still, yeah. someone in college going out with someone in high school. Oh no, it's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> unless, unless there is just a six month age difference like Lila and Ben. True, okay, mm. fine. <laughs> <laughs> Let me slag off Stephen. No, I know. No, go on. Slag him off some more. I'm up for it. Um, so yeah, they're going to go to the Beach Cafe, another imaginatively titled venue yeah. on Monday. And... Uh, is looking forward to it. Yeah, they're going to go for coffee and a sandwich. So it's kind of, you know, afternoon kind of meet up. It's mm, not like... Casual, casual, yeah. yes. 
So at Cliff's party, Jessica is having the time of her life. Mm. And Lila's basically hiding from Ben because <laughs> she can't bear Jess finding out she's dating a 15-year-old. Like, why would his age come up? I know. And I guess it is because of all her big talk about finding an older man. Yes, so it, she's just yeah. kind of like backtracking quite a lot. But it's just the idea that like... That's such a big deal. It's so silly. And also that that his age would even be mentioned. Yeah, true. Like, I don't go around asking people's ages. I know. <laughs> but uh, anyway, they, she can't hide for long because Cliff literally approaches her and Jessica and introduces the guest of honour. Yeah. And Jess immediately realises he's Lila's mystery man. And somehow guesses that Lila's now acting awkwardly because he must be younger than her. Yeah, but I think it's because she remembers Cliff had mentioned to her that his friend was younger than he was. Like, it's very contrived. But yeah, yeah. like Cliff has apparently previously mentioned that this friend of his is younger. My tiny friend who's only six months younger than me. Like, I know, who cares? (laughs) My little baby pal. (laughs) So anyway, Jessica is delighted. And then Tony Sargent's song is played and Cliff asks her to dance. Jessica's living the dream. She's having a great time. And when she questions Lila later, Lila's like, you better keep your mouth shut, see? <laughs> um, Jess is very amused. She is, but she's not really got that much ground because uh, didn't all this happen to her with them? Um, Literally guy did. Yeah. Yes, who worked in the office. In the office that her dad works in. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know why she's so, you know, yeah. feeling so uh, This exact thing happened to you before. <laughs> Literally the same thing. Yeah. So Jess arrives back at the sergeant's and uh, Liz tells her about Jamie arriving. But not about the sexual harassment slash tension. No. <laughs> she leaves all that out. No. She doesn't want Jess to have to keep a secret from their parents. Jess says she yeah. thinks he, this guy sounds like a nerd. Yeah. And uh, she asks Liz to come windsurfing with her and uh, Ben and Lila on Monday. Because mm-hmm. Cliff has a hot friend called Brent. Brent. As my to say, who put it in order at the Wasp Factory? I was going to say, it's like the whitest name in the world. <laughs> Brent, Cliff and Ben. Oh, yeah. Um, so, anyway, Je- uh, Liz says, oh, no, I, I can't do that on Monday. I have to work. Oh, yes, because this is when she's meeting, um, what's his face? Yes, Jamie. Jamie. Cut to Monday, where she's with Jamie. Yes. Uh, at the Beach Cafe. Mm-hmm. And he is very... She- Cheesy and <laughs> creepy <laughs> at the same time, which is a pretty dreadful combination. It's something alright. So she's like, This place is wonderful. This place is adorable. It's wonderful, oh, Jamie God. said, putting his hands over Elizabeth's and staring deep into her eyes. Stop it. Oh, my skin is crawling. Oh, God. And he's all like, oh. She asks about his background. And he's like, Oh, my dad's a doctor. Mom's a housewife. But my life began anew when I met you. Stop. Calm Jesus. down. Yeah. And she tells him, Oh, look, the age difference is just too much. It means this can't be a serious thing. So we should keep it a secret. <coughs> and he's like, Oh, yes, that's that's good oh no yeah because Liz is kind of saying look my parents are never going to approve of this mm, um, and I look I'd feel terrible doing something they knew uh, that I know that they'd think is wrong but also let's keep this secret it's kind of strange oh everything but very, she, very bad message to kids it is and she like she does really like him so I guess I don't yeah. know, we can't be too mad at her either no I understand because she is a teenager but yeah. he is meant the message for kids is True. like yeah, yeah, yeah. if some older bloke 21 year old like, student oh, guy yes. mm. like, I know my parents wouldn't like it but That's why not anyway. <laughs> it's so romantic but then Uh-oh. we got some inside info bit of POV switch and what can his secret be, Karen? Well, it turns out <gasps> it's only fucking Tony Sargent. <laughs> Tony Sargent. Tony. <laughs> Teen idol Tony Sargent. Yeah, in disguise <gasps> as a regular guy. Oh. So but- that's the thing. He actually is only 17. 
Yeah. So, so this all seems much creepier than it actually is. Why didn't he just pretend he was like 18? I know. Like, you say, could just be just... an 18 year old student. It's yeah. fine. Oh my, it's so weird. Yeah. Yes. My notes so do just yeah. say, why pretend to be 21, you weirdo? Oh, it's so strange. So yeah, he uh, he he got the, um, we've learned that he, he's been famous since he won a radio competition when he was just 11. Yeah. So, so he's he's kind of been on the whole fame circuit for quite a while at this stage. Mm. Yeah. He's never really had a normal life. True, yeah. Which is why when the opportunity came to be, to pretend to be just a normal college kid, he jumped at the chance and we real we discover why he has to do this <laughs> because. So, yeah, he was, uh, what was it? He was missing, he was, yeah, he was on the road. Mm. He had been on the road for several months and he was feeling lonely Aww. and really missing his parents and his home in New York. So he'd gotten involved with Lisa, <gasps> who was apparently the kind of girl he'd usually stay away from. Of course. A groupie, not a <sighs> real friend. So this girl, Lisa, approached him after a concert and he agreed to have a drink with her. And it said, uh, oh yeah, so she seemed like a nice girl, but it turned out she was mixed up with a bad crowd. Very bad crowd. That drink was one of the stupidest things he ever did. So he literally goes for one drink. Literally one drink. And it turns out Lisa has a jealous boyfriend in jail for assault and battery. And his name <laughs> is Frankie LaSalle. He's Frankie LaSalle. Yeah. But uh, Frankie has gotten out of jail and oh. has been sending threatening letters and phone calls to Tony for literally like having a drink with his girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> it's very strange. At a concert. So yeah. basically Tony's gone into hiding um, yeah. because this guy is after him. He's put a hit on him. Yeah. Well, he's put a hit, he's going to carry out the hit himself. <laughs> he will. Um, it's gas, yeah. So uh, his uh, Tony's manager is this guy called Jody who came up with the idea of hiding out in Malibu because Josh and Lucy are such kind of normal, regular people yeah. and their house is kind of nondescript. Uh, so they reckon nobody would look for him there. So it's like, Jody hired the best makeup men in Los <laughs> Angeles to help Tony with his disguise. His hair was dyed brown and cut short. Dark tinted contact lenses and wire rim glasses toned down his eyes and made him look more intellectual. It's like, yes, a haircut and contact lenses and glasses. You need the best of the best for that kind of work. <laughs> who else could manage such a skillful <laughs> transformation? Only the best makeup men in LA, of course. Oh, well. Here's a haircut and some glasses. There you go. <laughs> no one will ever recognise you. Well, apparently it is quite effective. Yeah. Um, because Jess certainly doesn't recognise him. Well, that's true, yeah. And she's obsessed with Tony Sargent. But anyway, the only people who actually know where he is are his agent mm. uh, and his private secretary. Yes, back in New York City. Yeah. And obviously Josh and Lucy know. Yeah. And uh, one of the reasons he's... Uh, he, he thought it would be kind of boring. Yeah, he thought it was going to be just kind of a... a, a trudge like to just kind of hide out in Malibu but he's actually been having a great time because he got he's getting to know Elizabeth and he actually really likes Jessica he thinks she's good crack yeah and he likes teasing her which is so, kind of sad because she as it turns out doesn't like him no she oh, she just thinks he's a big nerd kind yeah. of and he just winds her up because he just thinks it's gas yeah but Jessica just kind of he finds she finds him quite annoying yes um, and he likes hanging out with Josh and Lucy and little he Sam. does he's having a great time so but uh, and with Liz he has a girl who he knows Likes him for who he truly is. True. So, not his, not his, his uh, celebrity trappings. True. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Uh, so Cliff and Jess one evening are chilling and playing backgammon while Jamie reads in the background, mm-hmm. and they both think he's weird because he likes reading. Unlike <laughs> them, with their wide range of pursuits. They're such jocks. <laughs> oh my god, they really are. And. Uh, Jess is relieved when Jamie heads off to meet somebody, but little does she know the person that he's meeting is Liz. Oh my God. Who feels guilty about taking an afternoon off to meet her forbidden love. Oh my goodness, her older man. Yes, but she can't deny their connection. Even though she feels there's something strangely 
wistful about him. Mm, interesting. Mm. <laughs> and then they kiss in the light of the moon. Oh, it's very dramatic. It is. So a couple of days later, Jessica tells Lisa, uh, Leela, uh, Leela? Mm. Lila, she thinks Liz is keeping something from her. Uh-huh. And then yet again, so she, she knows something's up. She doesn't yeah. know what it is. And then yet again, she manipulates a vulnerable child. Oh, God. And she tells Taryn a story about a wicked little girl called Taryn who wasn't really wicked at all. Oh. This is so manipulative. <laughs> she was doing this because she really cared about helping Taryn. It would be sweet. But it's not. not. It's so cold and evil. Uh, typical Jess. Mm-hmm. And she knows Taryn's won one over, so now surely Liz will reach swap. In the Bennett's house, the Be- uh, the Bennett's are having an awful, awful fight. Genuinely really nasty. Oh, yeah, it's kicking off. Mm. It's not good. Malcolm's all like, I stay at the club to avoid you. You're a terrible mother. You never had a child. Yeah, he's like, you shouldn't ever have had a child, Malcolm said viciously. It's like, oh, right. And did she do that all on her own yeah. then, Malcolm? <laughs> also, I don't see you trying to look after her, I know, Taryn. Yeah. Looks fake. But unfortunately, Taryn has heard all. Oh, it's, yeah, it's really bad. Oh, it's really, it actually is really sad. And Liz comes home and finds Taryn crying. And she tells her, um, Taryn tells her what she heard. And Liz, this is really terrible advice as well. Yeah. She tells Taryn, you need to help your parents realise how much they need each other. Uh-uh. No, no, no. <laughs> She's like six. Are you having a fucking laugh? Yeah. <laughs> I was a six-year-old supposed to fix her parents' marriage, Elizabeth. <laughs> Don't put that. You don't need this is to not do on anything. Mm, yeah. Such bad advice. Oh, but Taryn's also kind of coming down with something because mm. she's got a really high temperature. Yeah, so, so Liz stays old. with her till she falls asleep yeah. or so she thinks mm-hmm. because Taryn is just faking. And when Liz leaves, Taryn has decided that the next day she's going to run away to her grandparents in Nebraska and she sneaks out of bed and packs a little case. She does. She gets her little small suitcase that she has and she puts like her doll and a sweater and a pair of pyjamas into it and hides it under her bed. It is very sweet. It's so cute. So it's the next day and Liz is heading off for a date with Jamie at yeah, the beach. Where do these bitches work? They do not <laughs> work. So much time off. I know. I wonder the children are a bit <laughs> neglected kids. <laughs> so, um... Taran still has a temperature, but obviously Maria will be looking after her. Yeah. Um, of course, no sign of Malcolm and Audrey. There's a weather warning about a storm coming in mm-hmm. and there's a danger of mudslide, which sounds very scary. Yeah. Yeah, they're kind of saying there's a small craft warning in effect and all mm. small boats should s- seek shelter. They're expecting serious flooding and accompanying mudslides. So yeah. They're kind of telling people to stay off the roads. But Liz can't stand up, Jamie. No. So uh, she goes off. And then Maria takes a call from Malcolm, who's grumpy about his his wife. He's showing some concern for her. He's like, where is she? Is she yeah. at home? Don't yeah. want her to be out in the roads in this storm. That's true, actually. Yeah. It's like he doesn't express it very well, but he clearly no, doesn't want but her he to is be kind of swept out to sea, like, I guess. Well, that's nice, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Something. <laughs> you know, so I guess it's not necessarily reasons. affection, but I guess not wanting her to die is good. Yeah. <laughs> Again, the bar is low. Yeah. But uh, while Maria's on the phone to him, Taryn takes advantage of her <gasps> distraction and yeah. sneaks out of the house. With a little suitcase. Into the rain. She likes it, yeah. <gasps> So shortly after this, Jess arrives at the house to check on Liz because apparently she had her twin intuition. We didn't <laughs> tell her that, like, uh, I don't know how good her twin intuition is. It's so funny, yeah, because Jess has obviously heard about the weather warning yeah. and she's worried about um, Liz because I guess the house is right on the beach. True. So yeah. there is this massive storm coming and she's like, I just want to check on Liz. But yeah. also, yeah, it's like my psychic link to her is yeah, it's, like, it's really not very effective. Spidey senses are yeah. kicking off. <laughs> really apt spidey sen- senses. Yeah. So she. Um, she does. She tells. Just finds Maria, obviously, and she tells Maria, "Look, they're you know they're talking about evacuating all the people on the coast. The yeah. coast. So maybe we should leave and get further inland." And Maria goes to get Taryn, and she's gone. Oh no! And Jessica is uncharacteristically 
um, effective. She actually she takes is. charge. She does. Because like you'd think Maria would be the one to take charge seeing as you know she's yeah. minding this kid all the time. But anyway uh, yeah no Jessica's like right you call the police I'll go and get like raincoats and stuff and we'll go look for her. Yeah. So she's on the ball in fairness to her. She really is. Yeah. And they, they head off. Meanwhile in the sergeant's house this bit's surprising. Lucy Sargent answers the door to this random stranger yeah. who says, Hello, I am Jody Phillips, the manager of Tony Sargent. <laughs> he's, he's not quite like that, but he kind of is. Yeah, he's like, My name is Jody Phillips. I'm Tony's manager. And she's like, Oh, uh, come in. But then he's like, oh, I'm in a real hurry. I have to see Tony right away. And he kind of tells her that there's something, yes. there's some emergency. Um, can you tell me where I can find him? <laughs> and Lucy's like, oh, it's about that man he's hiding from. The one he, or that man, uh, isn't it? The one he's hiding from. Yes, he, she, he said, sighing heavily. It is. <laughs> and of course she then tells him where well, he Lucy is. Lucy spills it immediately. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, he's at the beach cafe on Route 9 and yeah, tells him I'm exactly so where worried. to find I'm so worried. I'll take care of him. <laughs> <laughs> and off he goes. And it is Frankie LaSalle. Fantastic. And we find that the security surrounding Tony is uh, <laughs> terrible. Lackluster. Oh best. my God. <laughs> Lackluster is being very generous. So we just, first of all, he just, rang, he literally found out in five minutes. Oh yeah, like he had no work to do there at all. No. Um, but yeah, he had, he was. What was it? He rang. Um, he rang Tony's secretary. He rang his secretary and said that there was an emergency or that his dad was in hot. That Tony's dad was in hospital and he needed to reach him. Yeah. So she gave him the address of Josh and Lucy. So like, yeah, just such bad security. Not even a phone number. <laughs> like a, Like the address. I'm uh, a stranger. You. He didn't turn up at the. Mm. He in just, person no no but anyway so Frankie's on his way to the beach the beach cafe and he's like get ready guy he said grimly <laughs> gripping the steering wheel as he swerved onto breakwater way Tony Sargent you're a dead man oh <laughs> and he arrives at the beach cafe and takes a glinting silver knife <gasps> from the dashboard oh my god da, da, da. <laughs> so Maria and Jess are on the road the cops told them that they'd had a sighting of a kid near a bridge on this whatever this road yeah. is and they head there and it's the weather's terrible yes it's bad they have to like abandon their car they do and they have to walk the rest of the yeah, way yeah the tree is trees like, down like it's mm. properly dramatic and to their horror they find the police have found Taryn but she's stuck in the middle of a collapsed bridge yeah there's like a footbridge and like it's like loads of it has been swept away so there's <gasps> literally just like a couple of little platforms of it left and she's a, she's that's where she is yeah but the, it's too the structure is too weak for them to go out and get her so and they she, need they need her to come to them but she's too scared she yeah won't she move. won't come to the edge yeah and there's like it's it's extremely dramatic because it's like churned up waves like underneath it and yeah. it's all very like and she's swept away wailing and holding onto her tiny suitcase oh. And then Jess, of course, lures her closer to her with one of her stories and then snatches her to safety just as the bridge collapses. <gasps> yeah. And Taryn is rushed to hospital. That's great. And then, of course, who should turn up at the sergeant's house but the real Tony. Oh, or Jody. Oh, no, the real Jody. That's it. Yeah, because there's a knock on the door and they're like, oh, that must be Jessica. And then they get up. Or is it Josh answers the door and this guy is like, hi, I'm Jody Phillips. I'm Tony's manager. And they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> we just gave Tony's location <laughs> to a stranger. <laughs> so they all head off to the beach cafe. Yeah. At the hospital, the Bennets arrive and rightly blame themselves. Yeah, you would think. And then Taryn has a fever and... As seems to be the norm in Californian oh hospitals. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> According to the Sweet Valley uh, Universe. Jesus Christ. He basically says, Well, you know, trying to lose her, you know, reduce her temperature, but I should say one thing, says the <laughs> 
Doctor. Doctor. She needs to want to make it. I don't know how else to put it, but we see it again and again in cases like this. <laughs> if any of you can think of some way to help her, give uh, give her the will to come through. Stop it. Or through. That's... That's that, it. That is not a diagnosis. No. No. You That's not a treatment plan. It's crazy. It's the whole Annie Whitman thing all over again. Yes. Just talk to her. And, and Liz, when Liz was in a coma. Yeah. It's like you can't talk someone out of being sick. Well, apparently you can. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we've doctors. learned. Oh my God. It's, it's so bad. It's like you literally like anything. Uh, you know, you got any ideas? Because like, I'm all out here. Yeah. Fucking nothing. It's not like we've got drugs or medicine or, you know, technology no, or antibiotics or... Fucking hell, give us some penicillin and get on yeah. it, like. <laughs> there are ways to reduce temperatures that don't involve somebody Crazy. giving a child it's, it's the will to willpower, live. like... <laughs> Oh my god That's crazy yep. Who well, are these doctors? <laughs> I Seriously They should all be disbarred oh, If it doesn't get wor- better It's your fault yeah. <laughs> You could have just thought of something Like I know I'm the medical like, You just weren't positive enough I'm afraid well, Sorry About your daughter Now your kid's dead <laughs> Well done <laughs> If only they tried it on Regina Jesus Yeah They should have tried to talk her out of her coma Obviously <laughs> Surprised they didn't oh. Um so yeah, Jess thinks the storm outside is, is is finally breaking, but inside the storm is just beginning. Oh wow! Oh, Bite your fist. So <laughs> dramatic. Very soap opera. Well, it's even more soap operaish and more dramatic at the beach cafe. Mm, it is indeed. Where Liz and, and Jamie, for so she thinks he is called, are relieved because the storm has broken. But yeah. then who should turn up? It's Frankie Little. It's all Frankie Little. <laughs> <laughs> and he is in full on OTG He mode. sure is He oh. says uh, What have you done to yourself Sergeant <laughs> And Jamie's like Oh how did you find me Jamie Galbraith The man said tauntingly Making a threatening gesture with the knife <laughs> You think you can get away with anything you please Don't you <laughs> Just because you're a big celebrity You think you can mess around with my girlfriend As soon as I'm out of the picture <laughs> Well, I'll tell you something, Sergeant. No one messes with Frankie LaSalle. You understand me? No one! <laughs> tell him, Frankie. <laughs> and of course, Liz is hearing all this and she's like, what the fuck is going yeah. on? <laughs> Why is he calling him Sergeant? Yeah. And Jamie's all like, not going to get away with this, Frankie. And then Frankie, of course, does the typical villain speech. Oh, yeah. That little twin of a secretary you got in L.A. gave it all away. I gave her a great line about being with the police and she fell for it. Hook, line and sinker. She told me you were pretending <laughs> to be Jamie Gilbraith. College boy! We're <laughs> 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 like, we just so delirious with happiness. Oh, it's it's amazing. It's been so long and now it is back. Oh. And of course, Jamie tries to say, look, look, nothing happened between me and Lisa. And uh, Frankie is not assuaged. And he says, you stupid stars. You think just because you're famous, you can take anything you want from anybody. Well, that just isn't the way it is, guy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to teach you a lesson once and for all. Oh, my God. And then he pounces. He lunges with a knife. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a big scuffle. By the way, the waiters are fucking useless. They just stand back. Stand there. And let this happen. And then finally, after Jamie has been stabbed in the shoulders, one of the waiters shouts at Elizabeth. Yeah, get the knife. It's like, fucking you get the knife. (laughs) I just 
just imagining the way she's all like hiding behind a counter. Yeah, yeah. Yes, 16-year-old <laughs> yeah. girl, you fight off. You deal with this. But Liz, Liz does deal with it in fairness to her. She does what they should have done. Yeah. yeah. She grabs, uh, there's like a pewter vase uh, mm. in the centre of the table. So she grabs it and she smacks Frankie across the back of the head with it. Yay. Fair play to her. The ultimate weapon. A vase. Yeah. <laughs> People are always being whacked on the head with them mm. in this sort of thing. The police then finally turn Jesus, up. yeah. And they take Frankie away. And of course, Jamie slash Tony is not badly hurt. And the cop is like, you better be okay. Our daughters will never forgive you oh, if you're not. Stop it. <laughs> but yeah, or forgive Elizabeth, us if we're not. If Elizabeth not. Uh, finally pieces together that this is Tony Sargent and has been the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, they go to the hospital in the squad car mm. and he tells her everything. And thanks her for saving his life. And Liz is really upset because it's like the boy she loves, Jamie, doesn't really exist. Doesn't exist. Like only Liz will be disappointed that the guy she's been seeing is actually a celebrity. It's <laughs> like anybody else would be like, this is fucking deadly. Oh my God. Okay, brilliant. <laughs> no, she's like, I feel so betrayed. Ugh, so they arrive at the hospital where they meet Jess, who um, tells them what's happened with Taryn. With Taryn, yeah. And uh, Jess is like, oh, I can't believe it. I was living under the same roof as my idol. And I thought he was a big old nerd. I know, Jess is disgusted that she never copped it. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, oh, maybe he could wake up Taryn. Oh, God. Because, of course, Taryn is still there in her feverish, yeah. delirious state while Jess is off buying up Tony. <laughs> and uh, the twins head up to Taryn and Liz still feels miserable. Um, and yeah Tara is still all feverish in case any listeners might have assumed as I did when reading it that given Jess's very breezy behaviour downstairs she might have been fine she she's not no. <laughs> no she's still very sick so Jess tells the Bennets about the wicked little girl story and urges yes. Audrey to tell one of her own uh-huh. which is actually quite poignant yes so it's all about once there was a little girl called Taryn she was very very good but she had a wicked mommy and daddy who didn't mean to be wicked they loved Taryn and basically they were wicked to each other and and how they but they love her very much and they want to try and make a new beginning and of course <laughs> mama Taryn croaked putting her little arms up stop it I can't believe the doctors were right <laughs> This is terrible. They always are. Ugh. If you've got any medical professionals listening to us, I you hope you will. only apologise. Yeah. <laughs> or offer you a new option. Here's what you should have been doing. Should I try this the next time? Oh, Why not? Yes, Give yeah. it a go. Um, so yeah, the Bennett's all embrace and they're delighted with each other. And uh, Liz is, uh, is, is sure that the family will be happy from now on because, you know, who needs therapy when you have the Wakefield wisdom? Not at all. It's grand. Yeah, <laughs> problem solved. solved. You You're hear welcome, Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> won't hear from them again. Yeah. So they drop Tony, Liz and Jess back to the beach cafe to pick up Liz's car. And as they drive home, Jess chatting with Tony and how he'll be going back to LA now because, you know, Frankie has been yeah. captured. And he says that Jody wants him to play a big charity event the following week in the area. Liz, uh, Jess is like, oh, cool, we'll be there. But while all this is going on, Liz... Is moping, moping, yeah. <laughs> basically. She's subdued. <laughs> she is. Um. So Tony, uh, tells her when they, you know, say goodbye. Is like, well, you know, I guess I'm moving out of the sergeants now. And Liz is like, okay. And when he asks if he can call her, she says, well, what's the point? Because yeah. it's clearly he's going back to his old life. Yeah. It's a few days later, and Liz says, if Jess still wants to sh- swap jobs, she can. Let- Jess deserves to live in the mansion for saving Taryn's life. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, Jess says it's fine 
Well, but she, she has says, a reason. She says it's fine because apparently her and Cliff had a long talk about that issue and Cliff made his feelings clear. He loved spending time with Jessica but he thought their romance would suffer if she was to live right next door. It wouldn't seem as special. Jessica, he's writing someone else. Oh my like, God, yes. That's what's happening there. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, you just stay six blocks away yeah, in your little with tiny plenty shack. of advance notice before I see yes, you. Yes, don't come down here without telling <laughs> yeah, me. It's more special <laughs> that way. <laughs> special. Oh, but poor Jess is like, so no, I'm just going to stay put. It's fine. Yeah. It's like, oh, dude, he's playing you. Oh, well, she deserves it. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Think of everything she's she's done. And Liz is actually secretly relieved because she didn't want to, she couldn't bear the thought of being in a place that would just remind her of Jamie. Of, yeah, non-existent Jamie. <laughs> yes. And Jess feels sorry for Liz because she is Cliff and Lila has her little baby Ben but Liz is now alone Aww. and Liz admits that Tony is cold but she just don't doesn't want to talk to him yeah Cliff arrives and yet again offers to fix br- uh, Liz up with a mysterious Brent, Brent. <laughs> and uh, so she goes off and Cliff um talks to Jess about you know Liz's situation and he actually understands why Liz wants to let go of all her memories of Tony but he somehow thinks that she should go to the concert anyway because that'll make her accept things. Yeah that's not there's no logic to no, any of this. None. So um, basically uh, yeah Liz is just still moping she wonders if she could ever believe a single thing that came out of Jamie's mouth was it all a lie and then Taryn comes out to see Liz and gives her a hug and then Liz cries all over. <laughs> Very professional. <laughs> just like wails yeah. on top of her. You're right. She's oh six. Like, stop. It's really scary when you're a little kid to see grown-ups crying. Of course. And as far she's concerned, a 16-year-old's a grown-up. Yeah, but Taryn's like, are you afraid no one loves you? <laughs> <laughs> well, you should be. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Tarot offers wise counsel. She's a six-year-old. Yes. So it's basically like people love each other and they just have to... They get confused sometimes. And yes. forget how to let each other know. And Liz hopes that's right. She oh, can't be sure. God. So it's showtime at Tony's gig. And Liz dazzled and dazed by the adoration of all his many fans who are waiting to see him. Mm. And the support band. The number one. Yes. Callback. Yeah. And we're reminded <laughs> that Lila had hired them. Yeah. They played one of her parties. They did. So, of course, the guests have incredible seats and Jess feels like she's living the Malibu dream. <laughs> and Liz is understandably kind of dreading seeing Tony, Tony. on stage. And as well, she'll be seeing him as Tony, like, because mm. he's out of his <laughs> amazing disguise. <laughs> Well, that would be incredibly weird. That would be strange. Really yeah. weird. But also, she's so kind of caught up about how she's never going to see him again. But even if he was Jamie, he was going to Yale. Like, yeah, she's going the other to see side him? of the country. Yeah. She's been that, down that road before. Yeah. Mm. Like, it was never going to last either way, so I don't know. No. But uh, anyway, when he does appear, she's she's shocked by his, uh, his appearance and his uh, effort. It's quite something. Uh, can I say what it is or does this count as an outfit oh, have you got this listed as an outfit I actually outfit? don't so go for it okay he's wearing oh, tight yeah. fitting black <laughs> jeans and a wrinkled white shirt unbuttoned halfway okay Mick Jagger yeah <laughs> Fabio <laughs> his blonde locks so then he announces he's going to sing a new song mm-hmm. and he's just written it oh my god it's going to be his next single <laughs> it's going to be a hit and it's called <laughs> Summer Girl. Oh, amazing. <laughs> and he has a special dedication. <laughs> Can you say what it is? Yeah, he says, um, yeah, this song is called Summer Girl. He said, I just want to say that if Liz is anywhere out there tonight, this song is for you. And Liz freezes. That's really realistic, actually. Yeah. Liz is just like, 
Fuck. Hang on, <laughs> yeah. Then he sings, Summer girl, just one brief look. One stolen moment, that was all it took. All my life, I'd waited for a girl who was special, a girl who was more. Oh, melody. <laughs> we really didn't have very long. Time for a kiss and time for a song. But some girl, I think I always knew my whole life that it was you. Oh, wow. You should have had a ukulele for that. <laughs> that was very improvised. So I don't know. And then it's, oh, it so goes good. on. I'm not going to sing it all. But it's all like, yeah. Whenever I go in this big cold world, I'll be thinking of you, my summer girl. Uh, we'll meet again. I think I always knew, my summer girl, that it was you. Oh, it's gas. And Elizabeth is overwhelmed. She is. But it's like, <laughs> when I see that, like, it's called Summer Girl, I always think of that bit from Black Books when yeah. um, uh, it's Dylan Morn and he's like, oh. I need a summer girlfriend. She'll yes. be barefoot and play tennis. And then in the autumn, I'll ditch her because she's my summer girl. <laughs> Oh, Bernard. <laughs> so good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he, uh, well, I never thought that Tony was a Bernard Black figure, but yeah. now. The black jeans. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, becoming very <laughs> clear. Together. Well, don't think, don't never watch black books, Liz. First of all, she won't get it because we know what her sense of well, humor is true. like. But, yeah. um, but also, I think Graham Lennon wrote it, so I'm like, I don't want to watch that anymore. No, <laughs> he didn't. It was it, Graham Lennon and Dylan Moran. Okay. And Dylan Moran has disavowed and spoken very uh, oh, publicly about trans rights. Oh, excellent. So okay. I think we can just tell ourselves so that we're Dylan allowed, Moran. We're allowed black books. <laughs> Dylan Moran wrote it all on his own. own. Amazing. Yes, just like just how Arthur Matthews and, wrote Father uh, Ted. Wrote Father Ted. Job done. Amazing. Well done, Dylan. Fantastic. and Arthur good job everybody <laughs> and uh, on that amnesiac note the book more or less ends because Liz decides that she's just yeah the, uh, somehow great. this shows her that uh, Tony really did love her yeah which I guess does. Yeah, sort but of. she's like, you know, she had been a summer girl and yeah. he had reminded her what it was like to fall in love again. Aww. So she's kind of like, look, it was nice while it lasted, but I guess we're done now. So yeah. it's kind of like a sad kind of note it's that it ends on. Yeah. yeah. So she'll never forget him, though, yeah. uh, even though he will never be mentioned. <laughs> yeah, that dude never turns up again, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but he was her summer love. Fantastic. And that was... Malibu, Malibu summer. summer It had a lot It did It Such had old drama. timey Old timey gangsters <laughs> were oh, back So glad it's back Songs The number one <laughs> um, But were there any stats and outfits? Okay So the blondness Got mm. six mentions Yay We are back on track baby yes. <laughs> The blue Make green it up eyes. For time. Yeah, the blue green eyes also got six mentions. What? I that know. is both above average. I'm six very happy. Six. We were delighted. Good. And then for outfits, I mean, Tony's at the end was probably one of the better ones. Mm, and other which is saying than, something that's not amazing. No, yeah. But then other than that, what really kind of stood out was Lila's uh, beach look back in Sweet Valley before they head to <gasps> oh, Malibu. Yes. <laughs> so Lila meets the, tw- the twins at the beach. Uh, she slithered out of her sundress. Oh. <laughs> oh, Lila, she's she a bond girl. <laughs> well, she certainly did slither given what's underneath. Revealing. A leather look, my that Elizabeth privately thought was far too mature for her. It's like, what would you know, Elizabeth? <laughs> so yeah, she's wearing a leather, leather look swimsuit. Look. Fantastic. Oh, we salute you, Lila. Oh, Lila, you're a genius. You're a queen. I think that's topped uh, Jessica's wet look bikini. Yes. <laughs> From the start. That was an early one. An early uh, hit, but yeah. yeah. Really? Oh, wow. So well, yeah, no, I think we've got a new s- a swimsuit queen. For sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll look, we'll watch out for any, anything tries to top a leather look. Yeah, that's going to take some time to beat. <laughs> oh, well, I wonder what colour it is. I'm assuming black. So like, was I, but yeah. imagine it was like tan. Ooh, Lila. 
<laughs> or grey. Oh, grey leather. Lime green to match your car. <laughs> oh, lime green leather. Okay, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm up for that. It's canon now. <laughs> yes. Lila has a lime green leather. We've decided. Swimsuit. Yeah. Uh, well, if you have any thoughts on what Lila's swimsuit might look like or <laughs> anything else on Tony Sargent, on mm. OTG voices, on <laughs> the unprofessionalism of the nannies at the company. Mother's helper. Yeah. <laughs> Were you a mother's helper? Yeah. I mean, I have friends who worked as au pairs. Yeah. And in fairness, I don't know how qualified they were. No offense <laughs> to all the who are well, listening. <laughs> the kids are all still alive, it's fine. True. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, you know where to find us. We are on Twitter at SVH Podcast. You can send us an email at svhpodcast at gmail.com. And we love hearing from you. It always makes us laugh and cheers us up. Yeah. And of course, we are members of the Headstuff Podcast Network and you can follow the network at HSPod Network or This Headstuff. And we will be back in two more weeks. Back to normal programming. Mm. Though is anything normal in Sweet Valley? How <laughs> normal could it ever really be? Exactly. <laughs> and what will be revealed when Jessica and Elizabeth are forced to confront family, family secrets. secrets? See you then, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. See you soon. <laughs> this podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Experience the difference at Woodhouse Buick GMC. From the GMC Acadia to the Buick Encore, we're sure to have a vehicle that fits your lifestyle. Our climate-controlled showroom guarantees a comfortable shopping experience every time you visit. Plus, our commitment to our customers continues well beyond the date of purchase. You will leave our lot feeling comfortable and confident in your new vehicle. Start your car buying journey today, in-store or online at WoodhouseBuickGMC.com. We are professional grade.